Hello everyone, it's a new Monday, we're here, and it's another episode of VH Hunties with Kyle and Ben. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ben. And um, thanks for pardon- listening. Oh, thank you for listening, and pardon my disgusting sounding voice, I'm overcoming my first cold in all over two years. Like, I, I truly don't think I have been sick since the before times. I think you the... sound good. It's like very sexy, very butch. Thank you. I, I'm not, not that. Aware. That was not. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> you sound so butch. Thanks, sis. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mama. Yes, God house down boots. And that's on purr. Um... <laughs> Anyways, shit. but no, I'm just like acutely aware. Like, I, my regular voice, like, I can feel. Like, you know when you're really congested and you can, like, kind mm-hmm, of feel mm-hmm. it and it's stuck in your voice. So I just apologize in advance and I might cough. And it's not because I have COVID. It's just the post-nasal drip realness going on. You're also Everyone. allowed to have COVID. You're not going to give it to me or our listeners through our earphones. This is not I know, like a but I just want moment. everyone to know <laughs> that I don't have COVID. It's just I'm not going to cancel you from recording from your bedroom. In the immortal words of Gia Gunn, dox this pussy. <laughs> Every time you say that, like, I want it to mean, like, dox this, like, like, dox my pussy. But she was, like, talking about this guy, like, this fucking pussy, you know? Like, I just wish she meant what I want her to have meant. I do, too. But honestly, like, I'll forgive it. And I'm imagine... like, who am I to critique a trans woman of color? But, like, I just, like, I can picture it so clear. Imagine Gia Gunn posting a selfie of just legs open, pussy out, with the caption, dox this pussy. Because she would. Absolutely, she would. She would, hands down. And that's the reality we can choose to live in. But anyways, how are you? I'm doing all right. I was in Austin this past weekend for my friend's wedding, and I just have not caught up from that. I feel like... I got some groceries delivered today and I was like, I'm not going to cook these. I'm not going to cook you. I'm still reeling from like three street days of drinking so heavily. I just can't keep up. But it was so fun. Have you been to Austin before? Um, I haven't been to Austin. Before we go dive into that, I my image of you is you're getting your, your like Safeway. Do they have Safeway in LA? No. I think, like, Vons is part of the Safeway okay, family. Vons, like, you're getting your groceries, and you are, like, you put it on your counter in the bags, and you're just like, I am so sorry. Like, you are openly apologizing to all of them. You're like, I'm a waste a lot of you. That's, the fresh that's what happened. Buy sis. I had them, they were delivered, and they were at my doorstep when I got home. But on the way home, I stopped at a different grocery store and got three things. A big fat bag of tots, a frozen DiGiorno Supreme pizza, and a box of Sauvignon Blanc. And I was like, I'm sorry, my soba noodles. I'm sorry, my vegetarian oyster mushroom bimibop bowls that I was going to make. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. That's where we are. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, work. Um, I'm glad it's you fine. got your four liters. You deserve it. And then to answer Thank your original you. question, no, I have never been to Austin. I've never been to Texas before in my life. Okay, so I feel like I agree with you for half of those sentences now. Like, I've been to Austin, but I don't feel like I've been to Texas. Like, props to Austin. It's so queer. It's so hip. It's so fucking cool. But, like, when I picture going to Texas, I'm like... 
I want to be a little bit scared that I'm going to hate crimes. Like, I took my nail polish off for this trip. Like, for what? (laughs) You know? (laughs) But, like, I would say, like, you were still in Texas. That's true. And a couple of men in Austin have been in me, so it's a mutual feeling. Hey, not from this past weekend. That would be. Oh, I was gonna say I was like hashtag ass up in Austin. <laughs> um, I was like, wow, I didn't know, but I'm like, I'm still want to like be like you were still in Texas. Like that is still like it's still Texas. It counts. I got barbecue. I got tacos. It's Texas. It's good. It's Texas. Like someone could have shot you for walking on their lawn. That's so true. I should have tried. Harder. You couldn't get an abortion. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, it's still Texas, you know? and That's true. I know you loved it. I have no desire to go, mostly because it is continental and hot as fuck. Mm. And I... know. There's a river. I am... No, 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 no. I am from the... I am, like, I am from a temperate rainforest. I do not do well in dry climates. My, I, like, fucking turn into a lizard. Like, all my skin turns oh, dry. And God. I'm, like, moisturizing everything that I never had to moisturize before. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, so we don't... I don't fuck with them. I'm like, this is not for me. Can I tell you something embarrassing that I meant to text about earlier this week? I literally learned where Vancouver was like three days ago. I was on my flight. I looked at my map. I looked at my map and I was like, wait, Vancouver is literally just over the border. I had no clue. Yeah, no, it's like literally 40 minutes away. You're like the Tijuana of Canada. I love that. (laughs) We are, except completely different climates where it's like, oh, it's really hard to get into the country right now because of COVID and it's wet. There is snow <laughs> in the mountains. <laughs> Not everyone can come here. Same can... thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, how was I'm your week? I'm glad you had fun. Um, I was sick, so um, not a lot happened. I truly just like conked out at my house and like laid down for four days. Honestly, how hot is it when you can do that? Just do nothing. So weird. It was so nice. Well, it wasn't because I was sick and I was like, I have COVID, but I I don't. Oh my god. I drank a lot of broth. Oh. um, So that was really lovely. And then like it really sucked though, because my cat, like, this is like the lamest white gay millennial story ever. But like my cat was like, meow, 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 play with me, take me outside. And I was like, Buffy, I'm too sick. And so I would like haphazardly like flick a toy and she would just be like meow 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 play with me like oh she had no idea her dad was ill yeah dad was ill and i'm sorry are you suggesting that we can't say fag on our own podcast i didn't know (laughs) buffy was like play with me fag and i was like okay i'm glad you like how how dare you i am sorry <laughs> but yeah so buffy was like play with me back and i was like <laughs> like the karen mean girls cough but like actually um but it was pretty chill i caught up on my shows my programs if one will mm-hmm. and one of them is what we're going to be talking about for this episode which is the 
I don't know if this is the season finale because there's still a reunion. Oh, but it's like, the season finale. The, but like, this is the episode where Brett makes his choice. I think this is how I want to frame it. To be different. To be a little To quirky. be sassy. Yeah. yeah. And like, speaking I, of Tijuana, he makes that choice after a hot couple of days in Cabo San Lucas. Let's go, girls. So, like, that is, like, Tijuana is right across from San Diego. And then, like, in Baja, California, right? I think like, so. Like, a little bit. And then Cabo San Lucas is at the little, like, tip. And that's also what they... Sh- I'm assuming that they show the <coughs> geographically accurate map on Rock of Love. Because why wouldn't they? But I mean, that's where they showed. So I trust it. Me too. I was like, work, bitch. This is where we are. And, like, that's where they go. Like, they really waste no time. The girls find out the terrific two, if you will, which are Jess and Heather find out they're going to Cabo San Lucas for three, four days, which I think is the longest a single episode of this show has been filmed. 100%. Is the Cabo Cabo trip. Cabo? Ugh, God. Thinking about where we started off for all of this, how do you feel about our top two? Like, this is the only top two that makes sense. You think? Yes. I think based on, like, Heather, absolutely, since day one, this makes sense to me. And then I think Jess, like, reflecting, like, do you mean, like, from the initial episode? Or do you mean, like, retrospectively looking back at how the season played out? However you feel like answering that question. Yeah, no, yeah, retrospectively how the season played out. Yes, I think it makes perfect sense. I think he has a fascinating infatuation with Jess because Jess represents a lot of ideals that aren't necessarily in Brett's life. And so I think there's kind of like that going on. And mm-hmm. then also her like ability to cross over into the rock realm. So I think Brett has, like, an extreme fascination and infatuation with Jess. And then Heather is, like, ostensibly, like, the most logical choice for Brett. Like... I half agree with you. I see Heather here 100% hands down, no questions asked. To me, I have not a bad word to say about Jess. But to me, Jess is kind of like a Rachel Lindsay or a Katie Thurston from The Bachelor. Where, like... Yes, you're objectively a queen on the show, but I just do not see you as a match for this person, and it makes no sense for you to be here any longer. You know? Like, I not a bad word to say about Jess, but she and Brett are just not it. Give her her own show. She's great, but not for this one. Okay, but then who would you replace with Jess? Ben. Rodeo. No, could you looking back could at how you, the season played out. Could you imagine that? I just, I I know, but could you imagine a Rodeo Heather top two? That shit would be out of control. It would be pretty wild, but I need you to ground yourself in the thought experience of <laughs> like looking back on the season. I thought Rodeo is wrongly dismissed, so we're going to open, we're, I'm not going to open that can of worms again. Okay, like, no, okay, well, like, all the power to you, Mama. Um, Rodeo wasn't wrongly dismissed. They made the choice that she couldn't be away from her son. 
if you wanted to alter the show and they brought her kid, then I would agree with you. I but I think I just... in the universe of the show. So not rodeo. Who who else than Jess? Brandium. That's a good choice. I, I would I would say but... if I could rewrite the if I could rewrite the past few episodes, the top three would have been Heather Brandium and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I but, uh, granted, Brandy M was not. Him, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm happy with the top two we have, and they're happy to be in Mexico. So props to them. But they're not happy to be together. Dude, like, the tension came like Jess and Heather historically have been like the two chillest girls in the house. Not a beef with anyone. Oh, I guess Heather's had a little bit of beef, but. Like claws out, Mama. Claws out. Heather and Jess both usually play defense. These two were on offense this week from day one. Which was like, it was so interesting to me because it. I think that a lot of it was coming from Jess. I think Jess really was kind of like driving this antagonism and the tension. Because I think, like, in this episode, like, Heather is, like, cool as fuck. Like, cool as a cucumber, very Mm -hmm. unbothered. But Jess seems, like, hyper fixated on the fact that she's a stripper. Yeah, very And so it's, like, like, what Kyle and I are referring to is, like, when they get to Cabo, they, like, go to dinner with Brett, and it's so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And then Heather, I think Heather makes a very good point where she's like, you're 23. Do you really want to be a mother right now to his kids? Do you want a family? Do you want all this? And like, I completely think that's a valid question. I agree. And on a tangent before, oh, go, 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 go. Oh, I was going to say like, and Jess gives the most 23 year old answer, which is like, where every 23-year-old's different. And I'm like, you ain't that different, Jess. This isn't not, The yeah. Bachelor, and you're not talking about your fucking love of Christ and your virginity, you know? You're mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. VH1 Rock of Love. <laughs> like, we're not... You are, you're not that 23-year-old on The Bachelor. <laughs> you're that 23-year-old on VH1. On Rock you know of I mean? Love, yeah. 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 So I was like, your answer is very young. And then she was like, Heather's a fucking dirty-ass stripper. Who will never give up the pole for your kids, yeah. Brett? And I was like, oh, yikes, she mama. Went off. Went off. But I don't know. I, and like you said, Heather started out cool as fuck. They landed in Mexico. They get off at the resort. Everyone has a cocktail in hand. And Heather sees these girls dance and welcoming them. And she's like, I'm going to dance too. Like, let's go. And I just, you know, like she's just down for a good time. Jess is kind of hanging back and Brett goes into a little spiral because he starts out. He's like, there are these hot, fucking sexy, vivacious, loquacious, curvy dancers. But I can't look at them. <laughs> but loquacious. Heather can. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They were very wordy in their sentences. Yeah, if one could say they were very loquacious. Um I agree. I thought that was weird. I was like, Brett, who cares? Like, Heather clearly is, like, the social chameleon yeah. of this group. Like, I know we're jumping around a lot right now, but I think that's kind of just, like, how the episode is. Yeah. Or how it lends itself best to talk about. Like, 
Heather is dancing, having fun, and Jess is dancing, and she's there. And, like, this isn't to, like, I don't want to be, like, this is Ben shitting on Jess' podcast. Because, like, I love Jess. I think she's a legend. She's an icon. I am just, like, I think sometimes, like, the way the edit and production sort of shift the episode, it kind of, like, tries to create these two poles of people. Totally. And I don't think they're, like, they're not polar opposites as much I agree. as I think the show wants to like portray them as like, it's like Jess is this young girl who has a nice family. Yeah. But Heather and Heather's like the stripper, but like we met Heather's family and there's cool, they're cool as fuck. And like Jess's yeah. parents are cool as fuck. So and, like, as if there's never weird. been, as if there's never been a 23 year old hairdresser, stripper, bartender before, like those are not mutually exclusive. And if exactly. anything, they're actively compatible. <laughs> and like another thing, like throughout the episode, like one of Brett's main doubts about Heather is that like she's an exotic dancer and he had his heart broken by one. And I was like, okay, not all exotic dancers are the same. Oh my God, I know. So it seems like pretty reductive. Yeah, to, like, go to putting therapy, Brett. There were so many moments in this episode where I was like, Brett needs to talk to a medical professional. (laughs) We'll get into that when they get out the dates. But like, this episode was fucking crazy. Like, after this dinner, which was like the Cold War. But then... The craziest part, because I feel you moving on from the dinner, and I we cannot move past this, Ben. The craziest part about the dinner is like, yes, we got into the stripper drama. Yes, we got into the age drama. But at one point, Brett was straight up like, hey, Heather, do you like woman? And are you going to leave me for one? <laughs> like, Heather. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, it was exactly like, as this. Heather, you like woman? You leave me for woman? <laughs> and like, Heather, again, cool as a cucumber, line of the century. I think this is my new motto. She's like, Nah, bro. I'm a hater. I'm not a congr- I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. Like, I see a hot woman. I go, hey, you're a hot girl. I'm hot. Let's have a good time together. I was like, problem solved. You know, like done. It was. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I honestly feel like this might be me over inserting my love for Heather into the situation. But I honestly feel like this is Brett being so scared of the connection that he and Heather could have, and not actually wanting that real connection. That, like, he's scared that if he picks Heather, like, he's in it, you know? Like, I feel like he's grasping for straws for a reason this isn't going to work out. Oh, absolutely. I, I actually am completely on board with that, and that makes complete sense. Um, spoiler alert, he doesn't pick Heather. But um, it does make sense. Like, I think, like, what they could have had at that moment would have been too real for him than what he signed up for when they, like, pitched this show. Or he got yeah. the show on VH1, which sucks. And I think we should talk about the dates after we get back from this little break. That sounds great. And we're back. Kyle. Are you ready to dive into these intimate one-on-one dates? What better place to start with the one-on-ones than with Heather? Like, 
I've made my my preference clear at this point, but Heather's my girl going into this episode. And they start with a really... I, I think this is a really cool date. I would go ham okay. on some desert dune buggies. Before we like dive into that, I really just want to point out the fact that I think it's fucking wild that like they make Heather and Jess hang out together. Oh my god. Like, they're literally sharing a fucking a room and like later sorry everyone temporal spoilers but like when the other person doesn't come home because they're Mm -hmm. like riding that limousine into the moonlight (laughs) um it's uncomfortable but they're literally like sharing a room and they're like hanging out by the pool and then like i don't know if it was big john or someone who worked at the hotel I forgot this. So sorry. This is so chaotic. It. Did you ever watch the real world? No. Fuck. Then, like, I'm I was sorry. just like, oh, is this the? Ho- no, never mind. It was Cancun. Never mind. Never mind. I was like, is this the same hotel that they filmed the like this episode from this season of the real world from, and like the same time? I was like the M, the Mia, or whatever the hotel's called. Um. Ignore I me. wish I could contribute. Uh, I was like, wow. Anyways, so Heather gets the first date. And what did they do? They ride dune buggies. They're riding on dune buggies. And I just think this is such a great date for Heather. Because <laughs> we've seen from the motocross challenge and just from her overall affect that Heather is not scared to go a little wild. She's not scared of a good time. She knows how to drive over some mud and some sands and some dirt. And she is just, she's ready to go. But the unfortunate part here is that Brett simply is not ready to go, has never been less ready to go. Brandy M at the Mud Bowl was more ready to go than Brett Michaels in this moment. Okay, so I have a lot of issues with Brett in this moment. I I don't want to sound like my therapist to me, but communicate your fucking needs, bro. Like... If you're going into a diabetic coma, go have a fucking Coke. Like, <laughs> and get back on that dune buggy. Okay. Fucking right. Like, one, production should know and should be able to deal with it. This should not be a test for your future partner when you've known them for three weeks. Yeah. Being like, where, like, how often have you talked to them on your dates about your diabetes? Yeah. Manage your own diabetes. Like, not to be overly neoliberal about it in terms of, like, it's your own responsibility, but, like, should your partner know? Absolutely. But, dude, you gotta fucking tell them. Like, if you're not feeling well, you gotta be like, hey, my diabetes is acting up. Also, just, he was like, oh, like, my diabetes is acting up because I've been partying too much continues to party and i'm just like mama really like but he didn't even say that to heather he just fucking sat in that doom buggy and goes could really grab a bite to eat let's go eat uh kind of hungry you want to eat we should uh go eat like just say that you're about to go in the fucking shock (laughs) grab a slice of melon and get back Truly, and it was like, because the way it came out, it was like, he rode the dune buggies, and then Heather was like, but I want to ride the dune buggies. I want to drive. Oh, but she, God love her soul, 
she rode that dune buggy into the sunset. She was having a great time. She was whipping around, no fear, actively seeking out every buggy, laughing her ass off. And Brett's just like, let's go eat. Brett was like, <laughs> I'm slipping into a diabetic coma, but I'm not going to tell you I'm slipping into a diabetic coma. Like, what the fuck? I'm but sorry. Then I thought like... that was so fucked up and manipulative. Like, I, I hated it. I was like, this is some bullshit. Also, like, Dude, like, fuck, like, take some responsibility. Like, it's not on your partner to be like, how's your sugar, babes? Does it help? Absolutely. As someone who is, like, I'm not diabetic, but I, like, struggle with blood. I have, like, hypoglycemia. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, the specific kind I have, my pancreas produces too much insulin, so I burn through stuff really quickly. Um, that's, like, a very reductive way of (laughs) skinny legend i wish um but so it's like i will have like symptoms where i'm like wow i feel fucked right now like i can't really talk i'm having hot flashes i need to eat i can't think um and like you go and do it and i'm like hey but like squeaky wheel gets the grease like dude fucking say something like but and then the storyline just goes nowhere like all he talks about is how he needs something to eat never says it to heather they go get something to eat and that was it. Like, <laughs> it was like you thought there was going to be this big storyline. And then he was just like, he had a slice of watermelon and was fine. I, I think it was still a huge storyline because then when, like, later when he's on the date with Jess, he was like, wow, Jess was so receptive. Oh, for and Jess, I was like, yeah. But for oh, Heather. We are going to get into what he told Jess, which was a completely different conversation about it because there was no conversation with Heather. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this was fucked. This was crazy. I wish he would have shared that with Heather. I wish he would have... First of all, I wish he would have been mature and taken care of his own health and not dumped it on anyone. Second of all, if he actually needed Heather's assistance, communicate your assistance to Heather. So Brett gets his piece of watermelon. Their day date ends. And Heather's back in the hotel room. And the tension is so thick. So thick. Heather goes back to the the hotel room. She's just getting ready. And Jess is just like, you know, you're going to be nothing but a fuck buddy to him, right? I was like, holy shit. This girl is getting ready for dinner. (laughs) I honestly forgot about that. Like, I was like. She was out of control. It's pretty fucked up that like Heather has to get ready in the same room as Jess. And then, yeah, that extra layer. Like, holy shit. Shit. it was pretty fucking dark Jess is going in she's like yeah girl you look like a stripper have fun and it was just wild Yeah, but Heather they get to dinner and Heather as always handles herself with grace she sits down they get chatting and Heather just goes so Brett spill is she kind of growing on you what's the deal (laughs) she is so unintimidated I love it Heather did a great job. I thought the date was cute, like their final dinner. Does he ask her any weird questions? No. Yeah. So, which is shocking. What? Because I thought this was the time they should have. And then he's like, "We should get out of here." And she's like, "Yeah, totally, babe." And he's like, "I couldn't fucking wait around any longer." And did we watch this? Said it. I was like, "What?" Did we watch the same dinner, Benjamin? He fucking yeah. grilled this woman. 
Oh. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's like, he's like, listen, Heather, we connected on a party level. And she's like, Brett, we've connected way more on a party level. He's like, yeah, but we connected on a party level. I've been, I've had my heart broken by a stripper before. I'm not going to get my heart broken by a stripper again. I'm out five or six nights a week. Get my yayas out. How do I know you're not going to get oh your my yayas God, out? That's and right. I was like, what is happening? Like, I no. can't believe you let me be like that dinner was super chill. This dinner was out just... of control, Ben. <laughs> and you let me think that on the pod? <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, and then just like then he's like, thank God we're getting out of here so I can fuck ya. Like <laughs> you let me believe that, but you are right. I forgot that this was the Yaya's moment, which like truly blew my mind. So let's like unpack what you just laid down so like i am someone who is very pro sex work very pro respecting sex work and i think stripping and sex work are a form of entertainment and what the fuck is being a sex forward rock and roll star than a male fucking entertainer who uses sex to sell shit like what is happening on this dinner they're the same person and brett is like yeah how are you going to get your yayas out, babe? Like, what? Also, what the fuck does the yayas mean? What is your yayas? She, she Clearly, if, if she has no problem getting her other yayas out, like, God love you. We've seen him a couple times on Amazon I Prime. Know. Sponsor us, Jeff like, Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. We hate capitalism. <laughs> Mostly just me. I hate capitalism, but I'm radicalizing Kyle. Oh, I hate capitalism. Don't accuse me of being like yes, that. Yes, comrade Kyle. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, the Yaya's thing was crazy. I was like, oh, like, do you mean like get her zhuzh? Like, which oh is like God. the faggiest interpretation of that. I was like, yes, Heather, how are you going to get your zhuzh? And I was like, oh, okay, like, is that what Yaya's are? Like, because Brett was like, I get my Yaya's out on stage. I'm like, I truly thought he was talking about, like, a drum or, like, breasts or something. Yeah. No, just her yayas. Her yayas. And then he's like, how are you going to get your yayas? And I I just think Brett has, like, such a negative perception of, like, um, pole dancers and exotic dancers in general. And, like, that kind of sex work. Not, like, all sex work, but, like, that particular vein of it. That it was kind of like ooh, totally to me, and and this is why I feel that one, Brett needs therapy, and two, that he's really sabotaging his relationship with Heather because he feels too strongly about it. Because Heather is just like Brett, babe, I'm in love with you, and Brett is just like for real. I uh, I don't, I don't, I've, uh, I, I don't know what to uh, for real. Like, like literally just, after. Like, after she says I love you, he's like, oh, yeah, like, you sure you can, like, get your yayas? And then she's like, yeah, babe. And he's like, do you want to get out of here? And she says, yeah. And then Brett's just like, thank fuck, I can't control myself anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And then they wake up and he just sends her back to L.A. <laughs> No, 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 he doesn't. Oh, send back, her back to, to breakfast LA. with Jess he before going back, back to, to LA. Jess's room. Holy shit. We are both, this is the chaotic, well, I was gonna say, like, this is a chaotic episode, but I feel like the last few weeks have just been messes. I love it. 
But yeah, he sends her back to Brett. Like they fully like. You think they fucked? Oh, they absolutely fucked. Do you think they raw dog? Ew. I don't like thinking about straight people doing that. At least the babies. <laughs> I know. Every time someone gets pregnant, it's says they raw dog to peen. Isn't that that's wild? All I do is just like <laughs> sleep and tune it out in the morning. Like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so he sends her, like, they totally fucked, and he, like, <laughs> then Heather goes down to Jess, and, like, then Jess is like, it's time for my date, and then Heather's like, just so you know, every time he kisses you, just remember where he kissed me, like, five hours ago. And I was like, okay, we get it. He probably smooched your puss, maybe licked your booty hole. No, not yet, because I don't think the straights were licking booty holes in 2007. Ass eating did not become mainstream until like 2015. I remember it so clearly. Yes, no, I I agree. The straights. I specifically remember, because there was a scene on How to Get Away with Murder, where it was still gay ass eating. But that was the first time where people were like, as someone who had always had a latent interest, I was like, I can't be into that. That's weird. And then it became big, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's normalized, oh, thank baby. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she, Heather just comes in and is just like, enjoy my sloppy seconds, bitch. Eat me out. Enjoy that your was date. crazy to me. Well, this whole date was crazy to me because then it was like, oh, um yeah have fun and then Heather's like oh and Jess is like you're a fucking dirty ass bitch stripper from the gutter rotten <laughs> hell and you're like this is very strong like how everyone talked about Lacey yeah it's the same language for me should we um but follow up with Jess break? after your break mates? yeah let's take a little break skis <laughs> into this date Ben spill the tea what's going down with Jess so I think Jess had the superior date for me like I someone was like you can pick between these two dates I would have picked um Jess's fully because they go on a yacht and sit on the yacht and make out and just like smooch and all that good good it's see, like, it just seems best. very chill and pleasant yeah and Brett yeah. mentions that it's a 70-foot yacht. That's a lot of feet. I have no a concept lot of, feet. of feet. I'm like, okay, sure. A lot of feet. Canadian, like a I room. Don't... I don't know. I feel like my room is maybe like uh, 10 or 12 feet. That's like seven of my rooms on a boat. That's on a nice. boat. Do you feel very prestigious <laughs> thinking about that? Like, you're like, oh, if I had seven of my rooms, I'd have a yacht. Yeah. I'm not going to design my dream boat, though, because we all decided. We all saw what happened when I tried to design a dream bus. Did not go well. Oh, my God. I I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Absolute chaos. But, but yeah, like, the date is cute. Like, they literally just make out with each other on the fucking um, boat. And then they, like, have a dinner. And Brett is just so dramatic again. They They start the dinner by cutting away to him going, 
this may be the last dinner I ever spend with her. Because he thinks he's going to die from his diabetes. Which, like, go to okay. a fucking medic, girl. Like, I can't with this. This fucking, like, truly rattled my brain. Brett was like, oh, I'm die. I might die from diabetes and or break up with Jess. But then it's like, sis, go to a doctor. Like, we literally had the same issue, like, less than 24 hours ago. And, like, we're still here. Like, like if you were blood. literally about to die of beaties, like, go. But then also, what I thought was pretty fucked was he, like, not that it was fucked that he, like, communicated his needs, but it was fucked that he communicated his needs to Jess, but not Heather. And it's kind of, like, shifting yeah. blame onto Heather for being, like, you never did this, like, Jess did. And I'm like, well, because you fucking sat Jess down, and you're like, this is my emergency insulin pen. When I feel like this, you might have to do this. And I was like, where was this conversation with Heather? You should have pulled the fucking dune buggy over and done it and not been like, Heather just wanted to drive a dune buggy. Like, I thought that was such bullshit. It was so annoying. And I again, this is just Brett fully. His guards were up. He was self-sabotaging. And not that uh, his self-sabotaging led to a wonderful woman, but... I don't know. He teaches he teaches Jess how to administer the needle. And it does seem like that kind of makes him fall for Jess a little bit more, just seeing how good and caring and sweet she was. Cause she handled it with such compassion. She's such a sweetie pie. She's such a sweetie, but I think like she was like so also clearly like I think it was the vulnerability Jess showed where it was like, Oh, like I'm breaking down in tears because he just told me he might die in front of me. I know. And I was like, Okay, obviously you're gonna feel like I'm sure the attraction of Jess was very real. I just think he set up very different circumstances, which is fine. Like, yeah. you do you. I just think, like, he was being a little bit of a bitch. And then they just me. go get naked in the jacuzzi. And then fuck. Probably. And then he sends them both back to LA, and he stays in Cabo for one more night before going back. And, like, deciding who he picks to be his girlfriend and this is also pretty crazy is that when they're at their final elimination after jess and heather are done talking shit about each other brett's like do you both want to be my girlfriends that was nuts i cannot believe he's solomon's baby these women he that was nuts after having had you like in a little like interstitial like explain to me what solomon's baby is that's pretty fucking accurate but also like such a deep biblical reference for our podcast that i'm very proud of us or more so proud of you thank you it's the 18 years of upbringing and trauma (laughs) the trauma have you heard how jamie lee curtis says trauma i love it i want it to be my ringtone trauma trauma i love her she's so great trauma she is such a treasure. Halloween, it's about trauma. But um, like, kind of like how the Brett... last bit of this episode is about trauma. Before Brett even asks if both girls would be her his girlfriend, they both walk down to the stage, and Heather just goes, surprise you showed up, Jess. And Jess is like, fuck you, Heather. And that's all they say to each other. That must have been some tense ass shit. Which I don't understand. That was brutal. Like, 
I get it, but I'm also like, what the fuck happened between y'all to make y'all hate each other so goddamn much? I also don't know where the fuck that voice came from, so I just want to apologize to you for that. I liked it. Thank you. What, what would on? you say? <laughs> a little bit. What would you Ooh! say if Brett Michaels asked you if you would share me as his girlfriend? No, I wouldn't. Um, I would say no. Not because I'm like anti polyamory. Don't want to get canceled. I'm like hashtag doxis pussy. Hashtag doxis pussy. I don't uh, think there's anything wrong with being monogamous, Benjamin. No, but I'm just saying, like the way he asked, I have an issue with. Oh yeah. I thought it was inherently miso- Like obviously, like I'm not the arbiter of saying like if something is misogynistic because I'm not a woman however woman is defined but it felt like i can't like hey i'm brett michaels i can't make a choice i want both of you to be my girlfriends you know it kind of was like removing their agency and just kind of felt yucky to me whereas i feel like if he was like hey i want to have individual relationships with each of you i feel like the framing of it would have tipped it for me but how totally. he framed it i was like this is gross i it was really weird i think i i could share a man with you i would not share brett michaels with you but that is not on you that is on brett michaels you know yeah also like i i wouldn't want us to share brett michaels that's if i like if i'm gonna stretch my comfort zone it's not gonna be for brett michaels <laughs> like Oh, truly like i'm like i'm thinking like the man you and i could share and have like kind of like how bob has two boyfriends yeah it would have to be like someone like bob do you know what i mean and i still probably couldn't do it but i would be more oh me either i'm far too neurotic um but i know my limits and i play within it and like do you know who knows their limits jess because jess says jess Fuck no. Heather Heather's is like, sure, game. whatever. Bring back Brandy C if you got it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking deep cut. Bring back Brandy C. Brandy C. <laughs> She's too busy, like, with Christia. But. But in true Solomon's baby fashion, he calls Heather down and he's like, sorry, girl, you made the wrong choice. You gotta go. This is and go not she does. your baby. Not a word, she, not a goodbye, not a hug. She just leaves. And I love I would that be for her. fucking livid if I was It her. was so hot. I it was so hot. I would have burnt this bitch down if he had the audacity to tell me I wasn't the one if I was Heather. Because and, you knew you were the one. And I feel like we bypassed the crucial step in talking about how good Heather looks. Like, I know Jess is shitting on her. She's like, you look like an 80s porn star stripper. If I saw this bitch out at the club, I would be on her like flies on shit. I would be obsessed. Do you mean outfit wise or just like the whole package? Head to toe. Oh. Because I really, of the confidence. I really wanted I no, I I I I wanted I wanted to fix that hair very badly. Oh. But that, Ben, it that's was the point. Me to a, no, it was taking that's me to the a place point. where I was like, this shit it was, is the point. It was so bad that if a woman goes out and thinks she looks good like that, it's like, that's cunt. You know, like, work. I love. I loved it. 
But I don't know. She goes, Jess wins. How do you feel about it? I think like from like how they produced it to us, like it makes like some sense. Do I think it was the right choice? No, actually, like I think he fucked up. Totally. And I think if he had picked someone else or had picked Heather, we wouldn't have had Rock of Loves 2 and 3. I agree. I agree. We might have had Rock of Love 2 in like 2017, though, when they inevitably get Mm. divorced because they grow apart as people. Or I'm shocked we didn't have a Rock of Love 2 that was similar to Flavor of Love 2, where he just brings Heather back like he did in New York. Yes, if they had brought Heather back for Rock of Love 2, it would have been iconic. And it kind of would have been game over. Yeah, but congrats to Jess, I guess. I don't mean to sound negative. She's a great girl. I have not a bad word to say about her. Just don't see her as Brett, her and Brett as a couple. But I guess we'll see how they're doing at the reunion next week. This is boiler and not great. <laughs> <laughs> as indicated by us talking about Rock of Love seasons two and three this entire season. <laughs> this, yeah. Spoiler alert, hunties. It's not going well, but... Yeah, that's where we are. And Kyle, where can the listeners find us? They can find us at VH underscore Hunties on Twitter and Instagram and VH.Hunties at gmail.com. And you want to know what I did the other day for like the first time? I checked our VH Hunties email and guess what? Do we have recipes? No one's emailed us. Someone email us. I was like, someone emailed us because I haven't checked either. (laughs) Um, But yeah, someone fucking email us. Docs are pussies. Docs are pussies. And if you don't feel like following our podcast, you can at least follow us. I'm at Kairai5 and Ben, you're at somewhere with two Zeds. (laughs) Thank you for saying Zeds. Um, I'm at B Bakers on Twitter and Instagram. I really need to get back into social media now that like I'm a social media personality or I'm a millennial podcaster. I really need to start like posting more. Um, maybe I'll start posting thought pics. Just kidding. Oh my God. Um, You so should. We all know I'm far too insecure for that. But that's how we're going to end our episode, babies. So follow along, join us for the ride, and we'll see you next week for the reunion. Bye, I'm babes. Ben. I'm Kyle. Bye-bye. And we're your VH hunties. Woo! XOXO. Mwah.